My name is Petya Rashva, an alumna at the Stanford Slate program. I am talking today to Jose Pablo Gomez, the chief financial officer of ENAP, one of the largest oil and gas companies in South America with uh, offices in Chile, Argentina, Ecuador, and Egypt. Welcome, Jose Pablo. Thank you, Petia. Thank you for the invitation also. Good morning from Chile to everyone. And good evening from Jakarta. Mm -hmm. Jose Pablo, you have built a remarkable career. Would you please briefly tell us about your career path? Well, uh, today I'm a, I'm the CFO at the Empresa Nacional del Petróleo INAP, which is a oil, the only oil producer here in Chile. Uh, we have two or three refineries, so we provide the um, diesel and gasolines for this country. Previous to that, I was for 14 years the head of the finance. Uh, public division at the Ministry of Finance, uh, which uh, was an office in charge of financing the budget law. And uh, previous to that, I think uh, it's useful for you to know that I was a senior economist at uh, the World Bank in, in Washington, DC, uh, working for the health and poverty group uh, for Latin American Caribbean. So, Pablo, um, we have known each other for many years and I have been following uh, your career. And uh, it is impressive that uh, before coming to the private sector, you spent, as you mentioned, many years in the public sector. And uh, in Chile, you were actually responsible for the country budget for many, many years. That was a political, perhaps, post, uh, but you kept it for all these years uh, in spite of the, of the change of governments. How did you do that? Well, uh, you're right. I worked for 14 years uh, for two right governments, two left, uh, leftist governments, um, Mrs. Bachelet and Mrs. Mr. Piñera, and I think uh, it was very useful for me to be very professional, very transparent, prudent, if you want, and very frank. I think for any minister uh, who is in, car in charge of the public finance as a whole, uh, trying to uh, balance at the same time inflation and, and growth, to have a very, very frank conversation. You have no time to waste with them. And uh, at the end of the day, they appreciate your help if you are, uh, if you are professional enough to uh, mark some point for them. So I try to do that way. Um, and also, I give them the opportunity to, to fight me several times in order to, to have them the opportunity to provide some feedback, what uh, kind of help or support they need. So 
that um, attitude, I think it was very useful for that time. And uh, in the World Bank, uh, you, well, you're very modest to say that you were an expert, but actually you were responsible for the whole uh, region. What do you think uh, was um, important for your for your development and your successful work at the World Bank? Well, I worked there almost four years for Argentina, Uruguay, Bolivia, Peru, and not Chile, but sometimes some support for other countries. Um, engagement is the first task as a team leader. Engagement with your team and with the countries. Uh, I remember a time in which I had uh, 16 different ministers as counterparts in different projects. In that, in that sense, you need to understand what are their concerns, what are their needs, and in which way we can support them. So uh, the ability to listen, the perseverance, uh, to, to be motivated in the, in the dialogue with them, and uh, as I mentioned before, to uh, reach an engagement with your local teams and with them is critical. If you are not able to do any of these things, you are just a technical advisor with no ability to make them sign up a loan uh, for, for the bank or, or even uh, to have a good project, um, even in a circumstances, circumstance in which you are not there. You need, the, you need the job to be done when you are not in the country. So you need to have them very uh, involved in the ideas you are um, agreeing with them. So the, the, the engagement, I think, is a critical part. It is indeed. And Jose um, Pablo, looking back, uh, you mentioned uh, that uh, motivation, important uh, perseverance uh, are important. But looking back, what do you believe has been critical in your path to power? For me, I think I, I consider myself uh, a person eager to learn first time. I mean, I, I entered this company wanting to, to collaborate, of course, but also to learn new things. To learn to know me to know new new people. So in that sense, uh, I consider myself a, from reasonable reasonable to highly motivated and and pers perseverant. I think that's uh, I I don't like the, the no as a, the no as an answer. I try to get things done. I mean, what you know me before, as you say, so, you know, that I try to get uh, the best of their teams. But motivation and perseverance, I think, are critical for me, at least. In our preliminary conversation, you used a very nice uh, metaphor about a football team. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, as a soccer team, I don't think 
you uh, are a good uh, team manager if, if you want to change everyone in the team. You need to tame the best effort uh, from every person in your in your team. So, as I mentioned, uh, when, when we're talking about the World Bank, uh, the idea of engaging your your team first, uh, focus on your goals, of course, and uh, also in the focus on trying to reach the the main aspect of their personalities are very important to uh, engage them. If you reach that, uh, that are, they are not they are not only happy but committed to the to the goal. Uh, this involvement is very important, very critical, and it's it's as important as the moment in which your team decide with you that they need to be reinforced or then all the team needs to have some changes uh, or perhaps to let go any any member of the team because the team becomes more important than than any person on the, on the on the group so i try to be like this soccer manager to work with the team they have and that's a that's a, an experience for the public sector. In the public sector, into the public sector, you are not able to change any anyone when the, when, the, when you uh, take a position. Uh, Jose Pablo, uh, now you are in the private sector. You're the uh, CFO of uh, ENAP. Um, what is the difference? In the private sector, reaching a position of, of seniority, how different it is to, to maintain it? Well, uh, the accountability is uh, slightly different. We have here to report a board. So you have several point of view at the same time about your uh, performance, which is a very interesting thing. Uh, at the same time, you have uh, easier ways to define your KPIs and to uh, compensate or uh, change your teams. So you have uh, perhaps more tools than the public sector. But at the same time, the company needs um, faster or quicker results. You are not a, you are not aiming at a country, a country who is growing, but you are about, you are aiming at have a low numbers at the at the end of the year, the fiscal year at least. So the pressure is uh, you have more tools and you have more pressure. And uh, there is no there is no secret here, but you need to have the balance between uh, your reachable goals and your uh, manageable tools. So that's that's the difference. There are similarities. The manage of power is basically the same. It's necessary to have the same concern about the the about the real interests. Uh, both for the company and for the board person who are part of the board uh, uh, or the directors and 
So having that in mind, you need to be really aware about the formal results and uh, sometimes the symbolic results. You know, the, you need to have low numbers, but with a good uh, standard of reputation. I think uh, the, to all the all this ESG, for example, ESG measures helps you to uh, formalize this uh, this soft uh, side of the of the performance. But in fact, you are you need to be aware of these uh, uh, formal results and uh, quality or or statistical or symbolic results. So that's that's the that's a similarity, but also a difference. That's very interesting. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, Jose Pablo, um, for many years you have been in in very um, stressful positions. You've been quite busy. How do you rest and recover? That's always a good question. Um, sometimes I'm not able to rest. I think any manager in the world uh, feels the stress and go to sleep with uh, your head full of uh, concerns, ideas, or any kind of waste. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some routines uh, can help you. Uh, first, some sports. It sounds obvious, but it's not. So I try to climb with my wife in a gym at least once a week. Uh, sometimes I hike. Uh, I also try to go out of Santiago with my family. We have a small flat in the beach. And uh, I try to maintain a close contact with my uh, friends um, even when some when some of them come to Chile uh, I reserve time to be with their, with them as as much as possible as you may know uh, yeah and that's that's uh, my, my my way to cope with that some friends family, some sports. And the last but not the least, in Chile we enjoy a uh, very good wine. So um, to be at the beach with a good white white wine or with my friends with red wine is a uh, it's always a good uh, a good uh, recipe. That's a very good point indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Jose Pablo, for this conversation. It's been very, very interesting. Thank you on my behalf and on behalf of my classmates at the Stanford Leeds.